Sky Caramba, September 24th through 30th, 2023. Mars continues its ride into the sunset. It's best seen from around 25 degrees south of the equator. You also have a chance to spot the red planet from low northern and middle southern latitudes. People in the higher northern latitudes haven't seen Mars for a while. Those in the highest southern latitudes are having trouble now, too. Look west as darkness begins after sunset, and you don't have long to spot it if you can. Saturn is at a southerly declination. It's already rising on the eastern part of the sky when night falls. From northern hemisphere places, it will be in the southeast. A waxing gibbous moon passes by the ringed planet Tuesday night to Wednesday. Lunar perigee is Thursday at 359,900 kilometers distant. The moon is full on Friday and crossing the equator going north. It's approaching mid-evening riser Jupiter, but won't quite make it there when the week ends. Mid-morning riser Venus is moving eastward between Cancer and Leo this week. About a third of the way into October, Venus will pass by the bright star Regulus. Mercury is below Leo and moving eastward in the dawn. The daytime Sextantids meteor shower peaks on Wednesday and Thursday. This shower has been known of since 1957, when a radar operator surveyed the sky for meteors. There have been a lot of radar surveys since that didn't detect the shower, but enough have detected it to confirm it. Some people are puzzled to learn that there is such a thing as a daytime meteor shower. After all, you see meteors at night. Well, the Earth's atmosphere is always striking granules from space at all angles and approaches. There's nothing that keeps them from hitting the daytime side. It's just that the daylight keeps us from seeing them in the daytime. What puzzles me is why this is thought of as a daytime shower. The constellation Sextans, for which it's named because that's where it originates, is rising already at dawn. Observers are reporting sometimes seeing sextantids when it's still dark. Maybe it's called a daytime shower because the radiant point is up for most of the day and very little of the night. If you're a ham radio operator or a radio DXer, you might like listening to the meteor shower. Well, not the meteor shower itself, but meteors ionize their trails in the sky, and those ions, just like the ones in the ionosphere, reflect radio signals from hundreds of miles away. So just for a few seconds or a few minutes, you might hear a distant signal that wasn't there before. Besides the sun, have you ever seen a star in the daytime? Maybe a few of the brightest stars shown for you during a total solar eclipse. Well, here's another way to see at least one star while the sun is up, and the sun will be barely up. Sirius is the brightest night star. It will be at quadrature with the sun next week. That means it'll be a quarter of the way around the celestial dome from the sun. That's halfway across the sky overhead. Right as the sun rises on October 5th, the dog star will cross the meridian. Find the time of your local sunrise, go outside a little earlier than that, and spot Sirius, and then watch how long you can still see it after sunrise. You don't have to do it only on October 5th. You can try this week, next week, or the week after. A fun challenge might be seeing how late into October you can still see the star after sunrise. You might find that Sirius blinks in and out of view. Keeping track of where it is might be easier if you stand somewhere where you can look at it 
right over a treetop, a chimney, a telephone pole, or anything else that doesn't move. What's so special about now that makes it possible to see Sirius just after sunrise? At morning quadrature, the star's highest in the sky at sunrise and shining through the least atmosphere. There's less air to scatter the star's light. The more air the light goes through, the less light makes it to your eyes. That's called atmospheric extinction. Sirius is just bright enough to make it through the atmosphere brightly enough to still be seen for a few minutes after sunrise under the conditions we'll have for the next few weeks. It's harder to do during Sirius's spring quadrature, but you can try to spot the star just before sunset around April 1. What makes it harder then is you don't have the benefit of seeing exactly where the star is in the first place. You're waiting for it to blink in from the blue instead of disappear from it. We're just past the September equinox this week, so you should notice the sun rising and setting from south of the due east-west line. There will be less daylight in the northern hemisphere and more in the southern starting about now. Next week, Mars passes by Spica, the moon passes by Jupiter, and the moon reaches last quarter. We're also getting closer to the annular solar eclipse of October 14th. Sky Caramba, 